Welcome back to ANW, your only place for Aspara news and weather past, present, or future. Now, over to Bobby Dewdrop with last week's forecast on the Incursible Party. Tack carries over into the guy next to him with now with his cleave and takes out both of them. Nice. This thing, like the structural integrity of this hatch is not doing so well. Like it's kind of like sagging now, especially with both of you on top of it. Okay. Um, yeah, so that that solidifies my decision to move off of it. Um, I'm gonna move over. I, I have a I have a issue though. Um, if I don't attack or get attacked on my turn, I will become exhausted because my rage will end. Oh dear. Should I attack you? It's not Bring, translating to podcast, Bring but I have my, my eyes shut. Well, you shutting your eyes, very, very accurate, because Bryn, you are blinded for one minute. While you were fighting, you recognized they were wearing tuk-tuk tribe's colors, and they have that same, the exact same uh, tattoo on their foreheads that matches Brookbrook's. Or, or sorry, I guess late morning, almost midday, and it is there is there is a light rain, kind of by this by this lake, lightly raining, just FYI. Okay. That really adds, Leland. It really, <laughs> <laughs> it really adds. <laughs> I can feel it. Well, thanks, Rick. Now back to you for what happens in Spyro as the adventure continues. I just, yeah, the drip drop of the rain and Brynn is dozed off. Remind you of home. Alright, so Brynn and Gozer yeah, are snoozing. The sound of rain through trees is what I'm used to. But being by rushing water isn't bad either. Uh, Shaft is taking first watch. What does Russian water taste like? <laughs> rushing Vodka. <water>? Yeah, vodka. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, first shaft, first shift, first shaft shift. <laughs> Go shaft. It's a shift shaft. I like it. Goes okay. by kind of, you know, just, it's kind of nice by this lake, despite the light rain. And uh, it's quiet, you know, you don't, it's it's relatively flat terrain, right? So on flat terrain, you can see, I think it's like you got like sight like two miles around you kind of thing. First shift goes by, falls in. Second shift, roll for random encounter. <laughs> <laughs> Second shift goes by and Bryn wakes up to take over third and fourth fully rested now with your elven trance oh yeah as the you know day kind of slowly sun starts to wane it the light rain ceases it's no longer lightly raining as third and fourth shift pass rainbow that really adds do we get a rainbow when the you get a nice you get a double rainbow because well, don't get too excited, because in Spara, the only rainbows that exist are double rainbows. That's oh. just how it works. Oh. Yeah, so it's a, day, it's a common occurrence. Is there a dwarf with some gold at the end? Well, you could follow the rainbow if you like. It is, it is a magical world. The leprechauns may exist in this world. And you guys are now all fully fully rested. Exhaustion level's gone. Spell slot's back for Falsy. Hit points fully restored. And half of your spent hit dice, you regain. Yay! They're all there. All right. What were we doing again? <laughs> where are we he- where are we headed? 
Goldum. Ultimately, to Goldum. Yeah. Eventually. I kind of, if you guys look at the map, see how the lake runs down to the river and then it splits between Victure and uh, Opidum Silva? Like, it, there's like a fork in the river? Mm-hmm. We should just take the river on the north end, north of Victure, stay out of the town, go through the woods, Golden. Avoid Zexa. That's my thought, yeah, anyway. I, I, that's fine. We're going to make it, uh, I think... Uh, and don't get in any wagons. <laughs> the DM said to us we could go about six squares, right, in a day? Yeah. Is that walking? On a normal base, you can on... go four squares. Okay, four. Uh, with On horseback, what can we do? Horseback. Uh, I guess horseback would... I'll default horseback as a fast pace, I guess. But you don't take the penalties to per- perception on horseback, then. Okay. So, so it's still only six? I mean, that's running the horses ragged, though. To go only six squares? Well, that's we like 30 walk. miles. Yeah, but you said we could walk that in a day. No, you walk four in a day. Let's, oh, let's head down to about where that bridge is. I mean, we're not being chased or anything. Let's just take our time. Yeah, you got through the night without being assaulted. So. Yeah, we can go to that bridge. Yep. Let's go back to that bridge. That's about the distance. We could go at a, a regular pace. And then we'll uh, we'll stop there. Okay, so we're, we're going to head to the bridge between the towns of Drukal and Barrick. Yeah. Uh, Follow the yeah, river. Right, 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 yes. Okay. Follow the river. Okay, as you... Follow the river. Um... Insert Pocahontas singing here. <laughs> I really wanted. I really wanted to sing. We can't afford that. Bryn doesn't sing, so no. This is uh, kind of quite the sight here. You, the four of you on these two horses. I would. I would imagine. <laughs> like in pictures, just shaft, just like arms, not quite fully wrapped around Gozer's middle as he's trying to not to <laughs> fall off this horse. <laughs> And, and falls her and, like, lays a hand on me, and I, like, smack him. I'm like, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, falls her in. Roll to attack. <laughs> falls is going to get knocked out again. <laughs> Do you have a backpack, Gozer? Um. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing a little master blaster here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Pop up, pop up in there so I can see. Who yes. like barter I town? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't want to be back there where I don't want to see your back. So if I can somehow climb up on your... Face uh, the other way. So you're going to basically ride on my shoulders? No. No. Gozer would not allow that. Why not? You trust me and I don't weigh hardly no. anything. No. Okay. <laughs> be lucky. <laughs> Just be happy that you're on the back of this horse. Every once in a while, though, I'm going to I'm gonna climb up there. And I'm going to smack you back down. And you're going to okay, have to well, roll to not fall off the horse. <laughs> We'll have to roleplay that out then. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're traveling, and now it's like, it's dark now that you guys are traveling, right? Yeah. You get to the bridge. And it would be like dawn at this time then, if it took us all day, which would be all night. We this- slept for eight hours during the day, right? Yeah. So- and then we went to sleep just as sun was coming up. And then we're riding horseback for six hours. It's got to be. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, it's six. Morning, it's it's about seven. He didn't seven say six hours. hours. Yeah. No, but that no, that's he's falls in cal- calculator, right? Uh, so yeah, in about seven hours you get to this bridge. So I don't think I've actually described these main roads here, right? 
but mm. they're uh, the main roads are like 25 feet wide. Like they're they're very wide. They're uh, paved, you know, kind of like cobblestoney, and they they're kind of they're like the, the the main roads that any type of resources travel by or people travel by. So they're generally maintained well by the cities. Uh, kind of out to you know a, a certain distance anyways outside of these cities so this bridge here kind of centered on this the main road that leads leads from Drukal westwardly to the city of Barrick kind of at this bridge it's a stone bridge again so 20 feet wide kind of this arching bridge over this this river and it's uh yeah it looks it's it's standing right, but it's not like it's uh, as well maintained or, or uh, hygiened as uh, some of the roads closer to the cities. But. So you're coming on. It's still kind of dark, but again, you're coming on morning again here. So what do you guys what do you guys want? To, what are you doing here? Uh, I think we'll we'll get to the bridge and uh, maybe sort of let the horses rest and and take a short rest under the bridge and then and then go ahead for a little bit farther during the rest of the day. What time of day did you say it was? You're coming on uh, you're coming on morning again here. Um, do we see anyone crossing the bridge? Is there any or rush the hour traffic? Yeah. There's nobody nobody immediately on no the bridge. No trolls under Why the don't bridge. You, yeah, no trolls under the bridge. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys can you all roll me a history check? Nat 20 for Falzer. Nat 20. 18. Eight. Elena's on a roll here. I mean, Bryn's on a roll. Bryn rolls her third one this, this wow. session. Wow. Oh, my Are goodness. Are you going to get a new die? Uh, <laughs> I've rolled it between two different... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Falzer and Falzer and got a 20. <laughs> yeah. Falzer and Shaft, you kind of uh, recalling what you know of some of the other cities, maybe Falzer, and you've, you've actually come across maybe some text in Heraklion, kind of detailing some of the, the, the larger cities in in Aspara, and of course Shaf, uh, still kind of familiar with the overall out, outer boundaries around the city of Drukal, and Shaft, is, as being in the profession that he is, has certainly traveled to all different parts of Aspara before. But the city of Barak itself is... It is the most western city in uh, this kind of northern part of, of Aspara, and a very. You guys both know that, like, seeing no real traffic, uh, especially if you spend some amount of time on this bridge, it's not uncommon that people just aren't traveling to <laughs> to Barrack. I mean, it's it's kind of there's there's really nothing there as far as as cities or or like main resource generation or, or anything like that. So it's kind of a very almost kind of bland city. And then Bryn, what does she do <laughs> with the fail? She looks Bryn, at a stone in the ground. Bryn leans over the river and accidentally falls in. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Make a swim check. <laughs> she see she sees something shiny and she falls in. The river. Do, do we know the name of this bridge? Uh, no, it doesn't have a, a particular name. But we do know this is the bridge between Barrack and Drakal. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is okay. this is the the only road, uh, only groomed like constructed road or pathway from connecting those two cities. If I recall, we're somewhere uh, halfway to Vixure from from Drakal. Um, 
So if I guess if we uh, take a short rest and then maybe uh, travel a little bit further down to the, the hills and uh, so and sorry to interrupt you the, directly like south of the south of this bridge that is mountainous terrain actually to be distinct exactly mountainous terrain yeah so we'll go into the into the mountains and you know what uh, I I think we can go right across uh, we'll follow the river we wanted to go down to the forest right yeah so let's uh, let's just take a little short rest here let the horses rest and then uh, maybe about after lunch we'll take off and get some more distance travel. Do we know if there's any thing people living in this mountainous area? Uh, why don't you roll me a nature check? Ten. So you, uh, of course, heralding from mountainous terrain, really the only mountains that you are, or, or peoples, you know, living in these mountains that you've ever encountered in the similar terrain are, are orcs. So there could possibly be other bands of orcs living in these mountains. But I don't know for a fact that there are, so I you wouldn't have had know. any you, contact like, with You have any. no knowledge okay. of tribe names or, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I think we don't have much to do here except continue to travel. So I yeah, think other same. than uh, and possibly trying to avoid any kind of uh, confrontation with anything we see, we're just going to rest and move. Are you going to just continue to move at the same pace? Well, we can go to at a lesser pace now. We're farther away from. I call. does it take longer to go through the mountainous terrain? If you follow the river, yeah, the river runs through these. This like these mountains are much smaller than the Borgrag Mountains. Like they, they're not even named. Like they're so right. almost insignificant comparatively, right? The size, anyways. So but actually, I'm sorry, it, we can get through it in one go. Oh right yeah, now, yeah, or do we have yeah. To you break? can, okay. you can. Um, I mean, as far as any maps you've seen, you, this river runs through. I mean, if the river runs through and you're following the river, it, uh, you know, it makes sense that there's certainly possible uh, possible pathway through through the mountains. It's okay. I, I'm a natural explorer. I can move through mountains at regular speed anyway, and along with my party. Okay. Sounds good, Shaft. Let's keep going. Okay, so we want to take a short rest till noon. Uh, Gozer got tired of Shaft climbing on her back, so she grabbed him and put him around front on the horse's neck and said, Stay. Like a little rag doll yeah. in front of her. I'll just say, that's fine. This is this is a much better view. And it smells better. Gozer <laughs> oh. can't argue. As you, <laughs> as you now continue from this bridge, following the river southward, on your way to, to Victor, you enter the the ground becomes like you know less uh, the vegetation is it's sparse as as the as the terrain kind of slowly becomes more and more rocky the incline kind of picks up in in some areas as you're moving into this this mountainous terrain here and you travel for about geez an hour and a half ish from this bridge and you are full on like walking through these mountains so shaft's expertise is is definitely coming in handy uh, allowing the party to productively like you know move through this hilly and rocky and you know unsettled terrain uh basically with proficiency as if it was you know solid as if you're walking on one of the well-maintained roads of aspara oh thanks shaft not an issue (laughs) 
And you see as uh, you can kind of see on the map here again, it's way blown up, but like there's kind of this almost this dip in between these two peaks uh, that the river runs through. You come across and you can see as you crest uh, a bit of this incline, come to the top of it, that uh, in the distance, about a mile away, you see two like uh, humanoid figures kind of in in the the river. Hey, stop in the for water. A Ahead of you, yeah. In the water. They're in the water. Can we all see this? Yeah. Do they look like they're in distress? No, no. They look like... Uh... Okay, from a mile away, why don't you guys all roll me perceptions? Let's change dice here. Oh. What? Another nat 20. Damn. I got a four- 18. 14. 13. So you all can tell that they are two goblins in the river and they seem to just be like like washing like clothes like they're kind of like doing their laundry in in this river and uh they don't seem to have noticed you guys i mean you're kind of they kind of have their backs to you in this river right hey hold hold on a second let's yeah let's not go down there there's no reason to to let them see us let's see if we can sort of go around the other way here gozer i thought you said only orcs lived up here I don't know who in these mountains. They don't look like orcs. They're not. Can we sort of find another pathway, sort of? Yeah, you want to veer away from away from the river? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to keep the river over on... Out of their line of sight or something? Right-hand side, but sort of, uh, yeah. I, uh, I decide that our horse will follow Shaft since he knows his mountainous terrain. We're going to go a little east. east. I grab the reins, uh, you know, Gozer has them back in the back. I'll reach up and grab the reins a little bit higher up and sort of turn. I go, we're going to go this Gozer, way. Gozer, let's go to the reins and let you steer. Okay. So directly from where you are, you are kind of just heading east, eastwardly into into the more, further into these, these mountains here, uh, keeping the river kind of off to your right, what, par- paralleling with it, right? That's what you want right. to do. Gozer also yes. draws out her hand axe. And holds it. <laughs> okay, nice, perfect. So, do you want to keep? You want to try to keep the river in view, like? Yeah, um, unless unless we see anything that is, we're gonna have to avoid. Well, so to really get into uh, the terrain that you guys would be able to be less visible in, you kind of have to go about half a mile, like east, like in away from the river here, as you know, kind of the 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 natural terrain it. It kind of levels off and, you know, flattens out at the banks of this river as it, over its time, right, the river has cut its way, as water does with stone, through this these mountains. So a half a mile uh, east into these mountains, you kind of find and, you know, with your expertise, picking out these, what seem to be, like, already, like, pathways, like, traveled paths, whether it's, well, okay, roll me perception check. Or, sorry, survival, survival. 20. Okay, so you know, like, these these travel paths you've found, like, they are, they seem to be, like, like animal paths, right? Like, you know, like goats kind of cla- cl- scrambling up the, the sides of these, these mountains. You've kind of found where their hooves have made impressions and kind of worn down as, you know, the migration of these animals have, have kind of cl- left these markings that you were able to pick up and, and follow uh, with your horse. Maybe, you know, not exactly the same path that the a goat would travel as on horseback, but keeping within the 
uh, almost like kind of smoother edges of, of this mountain kind of thing as you travel up and the incline kind of kicks up as you move still continuing south but higher elevation and the river still visible but now you're kind of getting higher and higher above what would be like the water level of, of this river. The one time I rolled a 20, you just took Shaft's, Shaft's number and went with that, and I didn't get, didn't get any credit. <laughs> <laughs> After three uh, ones. Three ones in an hour. You realize that Shaft knows where he's going and probably didn't need to roll for your survival anyways. <laughs> you know what? It's all good. It's fine, but three twenties in an hour. I mean, three ones in an hour. I had to. I had to pout about that a little bit. You just got shafted. <laughs> so, so shaft does your. You just got shafted. Does your so your uh, favorite terrain? It it applies to the party. I'm assuming that's going to apply to the horses as well, right? Like your travel. Well, it says an uh, entire party, I think. So. Entire party. Okay. We are so, partying so with these horses. You're able to. Heck yeah. After party, I will invite the horses to the next after party. <laughs> so I would still say, so you move through this train as if it was normal, right? Yes. Okay. So are you still Ain't nothing but a thing? So you guys, are, so the horses are now traveling at like uh, the normal yeah. travel pace, right? While Shaft is steering this horse, Gozer's going to be trying to keep an eye out to see if she sees anything else. Okay, uh, so about an hour after kind of finding this new path, Gozer, why don't you uh, perception for me? Nine. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, you take in the, the, the mountains here, and like, it, it's very familiar, maybe, it, right? Obviously, being similar to where you grew up. A little bit. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. But you don't, if you're looking specifically for goblins, you certainly don't see any sign of them. Okay. What time of day is it? Yeah. What is what is the time of day? I completely What's the weather? You left the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's such a smart ass. That's it. The next 20-year-old I'm disregarding, too. <laughs> Bren, well, actually... Bryn looks up at the sky like, what is the weather? It really matters. Up at these mountains, it is now overcast as you kind of are climbing high enough to almost be uh, at the level of these low, like, low-slung mountains of, of, of the day here. And uh, so you hit... Sorry, I'm actually going to legit... I've completely legit lost track of time. How did I do that? So you rested at night at the lake. Boom. Traveled. Travel hit the bridge. Through. by. Mm -hmm. We were at the bridge at 7 in the morning. We rested was for about four hours. Yeah, and then we moved on from there. So It, it was should like be... dawn, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you rested during the day. Yeah. Night, yeah. okay. Uh, so you've been traveling for... Since the bridge, you've only been traveling for like three or four hours, right? So it's still daytime. Yes. So just to fill you in, Natural Explorer, difficult terrain does not slow your group's travel. Your group can't become lost except by magical means. Ah, that's important. Yeah. And, I was about uh, to walk you off a cliff, but no, I guess yeah. not. <laughs> and there's more things to it, but this doesn't apply right okay. now. Okay. So. We just keep following the hoof prints right off the cliff. 
Is uh, is anybody else keeping an eye out here for maybe more of these uh, goblins that yeah. you spied? Yeah, I will. Yeah, Bryn okay. is for sure. You go, go ahead and roll me perceptions. I also want to remind you that I have danger sense, so I gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be. Uh, elaborate? Uh, it just says you gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be, giving you an edge when you dodge away from danger. I have advantage on dexterity saving throws on effects I can't see, such as traps and spells. Okay, perfect. I'm getting a little gassy right now, so you like might want to roll. Like traps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well, she can uh, see you, so that doesn't some danger. <laughs> Falzerin's perception was 1. Yeah, I don't see a lot. And wow. Bryn's is 13. Alright, Bryn, so you're, you're doing a little better than uh, Gozer. Falzerin, you just kind of like... <laughs> you got your eyes shut, He's I guess. sleeping. kind of yeah. dozing off on the back of this horse somehow. <laughs> yeah. He, like, tries to put his head on my shoulder, and I'm just, like, smacking him, like, stop it. Bryn, you spot up, a, up a, on this mountain trail here. Again, you're, you're kind of following these, these game paths, right? And you kind of spot this small, what looks to be, like, a cave opening in the side of this mountain. You know, you following the game, if something like the goblins maybe live in the mountains, they could very possibly be using these same trails as you know to hunt to to survive right for their own food source mm-hmm. and you see that kind of up ahead of you around uh, a kind of slight curve in this in this trail as you as you round it like 100 feet 100 feet I, do i know what it is what they are did yeah you all recognize them as being goblins in the river yeah so you guys have all seen the. i'm goblins, just saying like what i see ahead of me do i know what they are you see a cave opening ahead of Oh, sorry. I thought you told me animals. <laughs> no, uh, you. So you're on like a like an animal trail, right? Hey guys, I think I see something up ahead. Whoa! Looks like looks like a cave or something. Ah, do we? Can we all take a look then? Yeah, absolutely. See if we can sort of figure out. Yeah, why don't you uh, roll perception with advantage as Bryn is kind of pointing this out to you, as to everybody here. Oh, okay. Fourteen. Seventeen. It says advantage. With so. advantage. Yeah. There you go. Okay, yes, you've all seen this cave now. In this opening. Now it's like 80 feet-ish uh, ahead of you on this trail. Still nothing nothing like around uh, or no no creatures or humanoids uh, outside of the cave at the opening, but you've just seen this opening. It's a cave. I mean, do you want to go in it? I think we keep pressing on. Press on, but watch it. Yeah, keep an eye as we go by. I mean, hell, we were afraid of the two goblins washing their clothes, afraid. let alone a... Wow, when I say afraid, I mean scared. Wasn't scared. Oh, I... I Cautious. You, just, you gave up the reins awful easy when I wanted to uh, avoid them, I just assumed. Sorry. Easier for you to steer than for me. Okay. You, you got... What do you guys... I mean, I think we just press on. What do you think? Press on. Do we, do we see anything, any tracks leading into or out of this cave? Again, you're, you're like 80 feet away from the mouth of this cave. Oh, still, okay. So. You and can make that check there, if you get a little closer. No. Are there any... Travel on. Are there any... Do we have to walk right by it or are there yes, alternate paths? Yes, this path or? leads you... Right to it. Yeah, to, to, to this cave. Yeah. Okay. You can see that it's, it continues like past its opening, like the path continues past its opening a little bit, but... Again, you're you're kind of around this big curve of the side of this mountain kind of thing. 
So we, we basically either turn back or keep or, going. Or get, walk past it, yeah. And if we turn back, we're going back to where the goblins were in the river. Well, you, you would you would have to backtrack. Um, yeah, probably quite a ways. Probably close to where you turned off away from the river. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it makes sense to to backtrack and turn around. I say we keep going and hope that there's nobody in this cave that's going to give us any trouble. Agreed. Okay. So I have a my favorite enemy is an orc, and uh, I can tell by looking around if there's been any orc tracks or anything in this area that are orc related. Okay, just but you, you don't have to make a check or nothing. You just uh, gotta look around. No, it's my favorite enemy. Beginning at first level, you have significant experience studying, tracking, hunting, or even talking to certain types of enemies. Uh, you have advantage on wisdom survival checks to track your favorite enemies, as long as well as intelligence checks to recall information about them. Uh, so yeah, so I guess I would still have to do a survival check. Okay. Ooh, nineteen plus it's a twenty. And you're looking for orc tracks. Yeah, just I just want looking around to see if there's if it looks like there's been any orcs in the area or you know, anything that would I could see that they're in this okay. travel this land. You sense an orc right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I only half sense it. Uh, that's only half the arm on your hair on your arm is stood up. No, so you don't see any orc tracks at all. Do you see no signs of uh, orc activity uh, along this mountain path? Okay. All right. Well, did you, were in... you not able to pick? Sorry to interrupt you, Bryn. Did you not able to pick two types yeah, I took of knoll also? But oh, okay, okay. No, I was just saying that Falzerin advises that we just keep going instead of turning back, and I'm like. Good, because you're not driving. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. <laughs> following shaft. Uh, okay. Um, do you guys want to try to, uh, like, stealth past this opening? All these I horses? Like, Are you I gonna, would like, like to, yeah, sure. Okay. Just to be sure. So you kind of slow them down to uh, what's mechanically called a slow pace, I guess, on these horses. And, okay, so the drivers, so shaft and Bryn... Oh, Bill had his dice ready. Can you guys make me an animal handling check, but apply your dex bonus? Yes, sir. 18. That puts me at 19. Okay, excellent. So you were able to kind of spur the horses along, but calm them. Just a, a nice little trot as you near this cave. Again, you still, as you get closer, you don't see any, any activity outside of it. But you are able to somehow sneak these horses past the opening of this cave. And as you go by, why don't everyone just uh, kind of perceive this this cave? Uh, except Shaft, because it's dark in there. Not 20, again. How many 20s can one roll like in a day? I'm playing with my uh, hand axe, and I'm not even looking in the cave. My per- my perception's 21. So, falls are in right on top of it. Right. Brendan Falzern, as you look and you peer into this cave, you see past the where kind of the the you know the amount of the small amount of sun that's breaking through these these overcast clouds is penetrating the the opening of this cave about 40 feet past that, right at the edge of both of your dark visions, you see kind of set into this stone this uh, is this big like wooden gate, it's like 10 feet high. 
uh, as as the this kind of narrow cave opening opens up into this larger chamber. And you kind of continue past the cave on the trail. And the gate is floor to ceiling? Uh, yes. No, no, it's not. Sorry. It's uh, the gate itself is 10 feet high. And there is, you know, a, a small, not a huge gap. But yeah, there is like a two or three foot gap above the opening of this of the gate and you and again you can see into the opening of how how the the it opens the inside of this cave opens into like a grander uh grander sized uh hall kind of thing right you can like see that the roof goes up and continues to go up and okay. into as the it cave widens past the gate yes exactly and then kind of past that is uh, complete darkness as you've, as you've reached the limit of your of your dark vision hey guys. Uh, am i able to whisper uh yeah. I mean, that gate's quite a ways away, so anyone on the other side of it can't hear me whispering, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, no, exactly. I'll, I'll put that into your to your stealth as you're kind of moving through. So the, the cave opening itself is only about 10 feet wide and, okay. like, 6, 7 feet high. Like, it's not, like, a huge grand opening, right? Okay, so I'm going to say, hey, hey, uh, hey, Shaft, Gilzer, there's there's a big gate in here, a wooden gate. What? A Do we gate? keep going? Yeah. At the, at the opening of the cave, there's like a 10-foot wooden gate, and you can tell this place is huge on the inside. Want me to smash Gates it down? Are usually there to, they're either there to keep something in or to keep something out. I can smash it down. Aren't well, you curious at all? Let's go Let's go see if it's, if it's, go see if it's locked. I mean, I'm just I a mean, little curious, you guys. Well, here, let's, let's pull over here. Let's pass this thing up, and then, and then maybe... Uh, Bran can go take a look and see see what's in there. And so you continue past the opening, and you finally kind of come around that, that, that full as you hit the edge of the curve of this mountainside. And you see just in front of you, like the path kind of runs about another like 50 feet in front of you as it kind of, like it becomes less and less of, of a marked path, and it kind of ends as if the path, it just leads nowhere now. So does it, does it look like anything's traveled up to this other than animals? Can we take a look and make me? A, yeah, you guys can all if you want to. Are you going to all kind of dismount now? Kind of yeah, set the horses in around this. Okay, so everyone can make me a survival check then, as you kind of scouring for for tracks. Four for falls, right? Thirteen for Bryn. sixteen. Nine. Okay, Gozer and Bryn, you do find. Like foot, like footprints. Um, do goblins? How many toes do goblins have? I don't know. I think they have. <laughs> they're humanoids, so they have. You see, like humanoid impressions. Clearly, not animal tracks. Are they goblins? You don't quite <laughs> know what tracks you've you've found, but but we have suspicions. I feel like you might have said goblins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, mm. uh, footprints. Yeah, it looks kind of like goblin prints, I think. I don't know. I got the feeling that they are. Yeah. I th- what the heck? I thought you said there was only orcs up in the I did mountains. not say that! <laughs> well, the only people we've seen so far are goblins, so if there's footprints here, there's a good chance these might be goblin tracks. Gozer, are you feeling strong? Always. Of course. Wait, don't go knocking it down. Let's just go see if it's open. I mean, we can handle a few goblins. Nothing we haven't done before. That room looked pretty big beyond that gate. There there could be a whole horde of them in there. There's no reason to attract any attention. Let's just, let's just see if we can get in. Okay. You want to go see if we can get in? Well, 
you're the one that's supposed to know how to do all that crap. Alright, well I don't like being told what to do. Okay, don't go up there and check the lock. Fine, I'll go ch- <laughs> I'll go check the lock, Shaft. Gosh. I'm telling you, you shouldn't do it. What kind of check am I doing for the lock? You are going to sneak up. You First, you have to stealth up to the gate. So my stealth check is 22. Okay. So yeah, as you get to the, the mouth of the cave, you kind of peer in again. It's no activity outside of this gate. And you're able to, to sneak successfully up to the gate. Because you kind of you kind of listen and you don't hear any immediate noise uh, coming from the other side. But the front of this gate, you don't see any type of like lock mechanism. It's kind of like two, like, what did I say? The gate was 10 feet, right? So yeah. five, five by like 10 foot, basically like big planks as they've come closed to meet, uh, meeting like flush. Can I whisper back to them and they'll hear me or? They're, okay, if they came with you, but remember you followed this path like another, like around the corner of the cave, right? And parked the horses, found the track. So you can get back to them and like report. <sighs> All right. Well, if I can't talk to them, I'm just going to like inch the gate open and just take a little look in. See what I see. Okay. You want to push? Yeah. Okay. But just as, a little, just a little push. As you push you you push into it and you met by resistance and it does not open so as if like as if it's been like barred from the other side right all right so i guess i'll go back to the other people okay uh do i have to sneak back or can i just go? no that's fine that's i'll put that all under the okay under so bus, so. so i'll go back and i'll say hey guys so there's no lock doesn't seem to be any activity but i tried to try to inch the gate open and when i push i meet resistance like what is this worth it? I mean, I know the path ended. What else do you guys want to do? So it's it's locked from the inside. Yeah. So they want to keep us out. Now I want to go in. Yeah, what, like, might be something good in there. Can we get away from the cave without backtracking the way we came? Or would we have to go all back all the way we came? You'd have to go back down the trail that you came, yeah. You could try to you could try to slide down the mountain, I suppose. <laughs> Gozer's gonna just lightly smack Shaft and said, "You led us wrong way." I didn't lead you the wrong way. I didn't know where it ended. How in the hell was I supposed to know? Wrong where it way. Ended? Oh, whatever. Well, while we're here, I guess we might as well see what they're trying to keep us from seeing, right? I uh, I look over at Falzern and I say, "You never know. There could be magical items in there." Got my interest. As a magic user, you're very interested in magical items. I am. Are you two flirting with each other? Because you're going to okay. have to let Falzrin know. This <laughs> <laughs> would be very blunt. Bryn looks over at Shaft and I'm like, shut up. You know, I'm just manipulating this dodo. Let's go. All right, let's go try I walk to up. I just do. walk up there. Without being stealthy, I just walk up there. Okay. Is everyone is everyone else doing a self check? No, uh Gozer is going to try and tie the horses up so that they don't run away. Okay. Uh yeah, I say you can find uh like still you want to keep them around that bend kind yeah. of on the other side of this. Okay. Yeah, you can like uh tie the or kind of find this sizable rock to kind of place on on the ends of the reins so <laughs> they kind of can't wander away. Okay. Yeah, I think I will remain stealthy just because that's who I am, and then, like, if anything 
happens, I can have advantage. Okay, roll roll me a stealth then. And anyone else who wants to try to be stealthy can also roll a stealth check. Gozer is not stealthing. My stealth is 19. I see that, stat, that Shaft and Gozer are not stealthing, so I'm going to just follow in tow with them a little bit behind. So you all make it up to the, the door. Now, Shaft, again, as you walk in, like the first 20 feet of the cave, you, there's still kind of some daylight peering in, but once you get past that, it's it's darkness for you. Okay, I'll light up my uh, lantern. It's a bullseye. Okay. <laughs> wow, you got it. Okay, you fire up your <laughs> He's lantern. He's being so brazen. He's just like, <laughs> I don't give a... All right, there's got to be some stuff in here, and you said there wasn't anybody in here, right? That you could see. Uh, you, you guys can see down in there. You said it was clear, right? I said I couldn't open it. Oh, well, wait me see if I can see anything. I hold my lantern up <laughs> and still shine it in. Okay, yeah. So Shaft, you kind of you see kind of what what Brendan Falzer had uh, described as you pass the opening of this cave, and yeah, you all now see like there's no like no locking mechanism on the outside of this uh, outside of this gate. Can we figure out like that? You see the bar on the other side. Can we can we see where that is? No, you can't see anything as they're like flush together when it's closed. And you said there was like a gap in the top. There right? is, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'll say I'll go over to Gozer and go. Uh, uh, is this big enough where you can stick my lantern through like the gate and lay it inside? Is there like a gap enough? Yeah, it's like a it's like a three foot gap at the top of it, not below it. Oh, so it's not like bars. So no, it's not. It's solid. It's, it's like wood. a solid wood plank. You can't see past this gate. Hey, Gozer. From the from the ground. Gozer, yep. I have a crowbar. Ah, I could throw him. Uh, throw him, throw me yeah, up there. I'm okay. I'll, throw I can, him. I'll get up there. And a, You're going to throw. I grab yeah, him. Yeah, get me up and there. I toss him up over top of the gate. Okay, make me just so willingly. <laughs> can you make me acrobatic athletics check? The and, other side uh, of the fence, there might be just like complete destruction. Shaft, you can, you can, you can help with like your own acrobatics. I rolled a twenty. No. While they're doing that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wave my wand of secrets at this uh, gate. I haven't used that. I have a twenty-two. Okay, so uh, let's deal with Falzer first. So your wand of secrets does. It detects trap or hidden door. Oh, I thought it detects a lock. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's see if there's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> So you expend one charge on the wand, and it, I believe it's within 30 feet of you, right? Yes. Okay, great. So you do not detect any types of traps or hidden, like maybe a, a hidden entryways past this gate. You don't detect anything within a 30-foot radius of you, or I guess a 15-foot radius. He was just kidding about. He was just kidding about spending one of his his charges. No, no, He's... I'm, I'm going to use it. <laughs> I get three charges per day. So, are you telling us that? Like, yeah, I'm going so up in the air and you go, there's no traps! Oh, <laughs> yeah, no! Exactly. <laughs> As he's in the air. <laughs> Not that you can change anything at this point, Shaft. But... <laughs> That's right. So, Shaft, you fly into the air as you kind of press off of Gozer. You know, she kind of puts her hands together, right, in that, that you know, yeah. that typical, and like, whoop. hoisty. Yeah, exactly. And you fly up to the top and you're able to get, as you're holding your lantern, your other arm kind of slung and catch yourself on the top of this 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 door and you now can tell that like the the door the these wooden planks they're like four inches thick oh okay yeah they're very thick so i shine my light down in there and what do i uh what do i see 
So from up here, so I believe what is what, what's the lantern on the radius or the liberate the lantern on the radius? The radius on the lantern? Do you have that? <laughs> I do not, but I'll look it up real quick. A bullseye lantern should be in the equipment area. Sure. Uh, if it works anything like a torch, I believe it's a twenty foot radius of bright light followed by a twenty foot of dim light and then darkness after that. So you should be able to see about forty feet out, I believe. He could see farther if he was taller to hold it up higher. Right, so you're kind of 10 feet up, right? So you can see directly... Oh, let me just Pythagorean theorem here for a second. You can <laughs> see... <laughs> a bullseye lantern cast a bright light, 60-foot cone, and dim light uh, for an additional oh. 60 feet. Uh, Ooh, one cone. So, yeah. What up, cone? Wow, okay, so you have a 60-foot cone of bright light. He's well, really light. got a bullseye clear and then dim light for an additional 60 dim feet. for a 60 holy shit okay you at the top you shine your cone <laughs> and you can see like the the floor beneath you right at the other side and you cannot see from even that 120 foot like up upwards you can't see the 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 like other side of the ceiling on even on that 120 feet like above you but you can kind of see it as it, as it, you know, kind of angled and it's like carved up, and then mm -hmm. it kind of disappears even outside of that huge field of, of light that you're shining. When you say the word carved, do you mean naturally carved or carved by a creature? From what you look in the light, it doesn't look like it's like been naturally formed. Even just oh. kind of your brief, what you can see of it, it uh, it, it clearly looks like like from like tools or something. Okay. As you shine your light down at the very edge, you can see there's uh, like what looks kind of small structures, and they're like maybe like 10 by 10, like wooden, uh, like almost like stables. And as you shine your light into them, you can this light like lights up these yellow kind of glowing eyes as you're kind of surveying the room. And you see these these like kennels now filled with these uh, large like dog like mongrel beasts. Are they making any noise, or are they just? Uh... The majority of them, it looks like they are, are kind of sleeping. But you do see like the few of them where that you get the eye glow. They kind of you know react to the light as they look up at you, and they start to growl and bark. And you see these are in cages, you say? Yeah, they're in like kind of these sectioned kennels. Okay, can I look down and see how this door is uh, is blocked? Yeah, so as you look down, uh, you see this big bar, like two big bars about, you know, uh, you know, like a third and a, like two thirds of the way up kind of on this door, slung, uh, slung into these, you know, like metal brackets as they've been braced and, and barred from, from opening. So I could easily just knock them off there to open the door. Uh, you, from the top, you can't reach no, them. No, no, no. I mean, but yes, I, they could. They could just be lifted out, and you'd be able to open them. Is yeah. there a uh, is there a distance between like? Can I if I was to make a loop of a rope and, and sort of take it down and then pull on them and knock them off? Would that be something I think I could do? You could try. Okay. I mean, does it look like it would be obvious there's enough room there, or does it look like it's going to be very tactful? The well, okay, yeah, it would be it would be very difficult to loop it around like the end of it. I would say you have less than an inch of a gap from where they're they kind of slide in. And again, these are also big, thick, like four inch thick 
okay. uh, like lengths of wood. So I'm going to take my rope out. I'm going to tie it around my waist. I'm going to fling it down to the gozer, and I'm going to say, "Hey, hold on to this and lower me down a little bit on the other side. If I scream, pull really hard." Got it. Shaft, what do you what do you see on the other side of the yeah this what? gate? What's over there? Yeah, well, there's some. Uh, looks like some little little dogs. Nothing to be concerned about. Little dogs. And, what are dogs yeah. doing what? over there? I don't know yet. I haven't got down there. So I don't think there's anything to be concerned about just yet. Do they look friendly? Uh, well, um, none of them, you know, you, can you hear them? Yeah, so as, as you guys are talking to each other, the their growls and their barks, they the ones that were kind of up and awake and I reacting to the light, they have now woken up the other ones as they've all now seen you, Shaft, uh, or smelled you, or, you know, reacting to your light as they all start like barking and growling and howling. And you kind of hear from way back this echo, what the hell is going on in there? Okay, wait a second. Uh, I think uh, I got uh, another Chef, plan. They don't sound small. No, they, I, I couldn't see them real well. I think they're a little bigger uh, than I first anticipated. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'm gonna scoot back over here. If I scoot over uh, on the top there, could I? Is there any rock that would sort of like hide me if uh, somebody from seeing? Uh, you could, po- yeah, okay, yeah, you could possibly like uh, sh- scurry to like either side of this gate, right? I, I imagine like goes are kind of flung you up in the in the middle-ish of it, right? Yeah. Of this this ten foot wide gate, yeah, you could scurry to your right or your left and kind of maybe hang yourself around like the frame right the framing of yeah yeah these yeah big wooden like poles on the uh, very outside of the, of the stone is right he now. bringing the lantern with him so it's pretty obvious where he hit well, I'll, I'll have my lantern on my belt and i'll sort of go off to the other s- side are you gonna snuff your lantern out or you is it still light? i feel like it's if still, the lantern's lit, lit they're gonna see you i'm gonna say uh i think there's it's just like a bunch of uh, big dogs I, I know i said small but i meant big when i said that but everything's bigger. Everything's bigger than me anyway. And you have all now heard and can hear this barking and have heard the bellow coming from the back of this cave. Shaft, I think you should get out of there. This doesn't that, sound good. That voice, is that uh, speaking in common? It is speaking in common. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this isn't good. I think, uh, Gozer, can I you catch jerk, me here, I buddy? jerk the rope and pull him down. <laughs> all right. All right. Bryn's already, like truck like basically inching toward the horses like she's like i i don't want to be doing this dogs aren't worth anything it's it's a different thing if it's a cave full of treasure like last time but i don't know like a bunch of dogs and so i'm up on this wall with a lit with a lit lantern and you're yanked me i'm just okay so gozer can you make me a strength check please and you know what? I'm going to. Geez, I don't really know how to do it. You know what? I'm going to do a. <laughs> let's make a passive strength contested check from Shaft. So, what would be your passive strength, Shaft? Well, if it's 10 plus my strength modifier, uh, that would be. Uh, two. I have a plus 2. So, that'd be a 12. I got a 13. Okay, so, so Gozer, you yank the rope and you pull Shaft off as he can't quite hold on against you. And Shaft, can you make me a, make me an acrobatics check to to keep a hold of your lantern as you're yanked down? 
Alright, that's uh, 8 plus 6, 14. Ooh, as you are pulled kind of off this, your lantern kind of, you lose your grip on it as it falls on the other side of this gate and clatters to the ground. <laughs> uh, and and the, the, but the, I assume it's like a candle inside of it? Uh, it's an oil lamp. Oil, right? okay. With, but it's got a hood on it. It's a, right, it's a bullseye lantern. So okay. It's, it's like a really nice flashlight. Okay, so it it, uh, it doesn't quite snuff out as, you know, the, the wick on it. It's still kind of saturated with the oil that you would be burning on it. So it kind of clatters, and I'm going to roll a percentile. Above 50, it rolls and lands pointing towards the gate. Below 50, it's pointing into the gate. Okay? Okay. I got a 46. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. What, what option was that? I forgot. What I, just said. <laughs> it's pointing toward I the believe gate. it's everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. Don't gate. worry. It actually went out. Okay. We're good. <laughs> so it's got. And so it's pointing. Kind of clatters the ground and kind of rolls and comes to a stop. Uh, it's the main cone arc is kind of pointing to to the gate now, illuminating. You know the gate though. The bo- illuminating the bottom of the gate. <laughs> okay. So I, I hit the ground. I assume I don't take any damage since I made the check, right? Well, Gozer, are you going to catch him? No! <laughs> she just lets him fall. <laughs> All right. Brutal. <laughs> Savage. So, Shaft, you're going to take four points of falling damage. Okay. As you hit hit the ground. And you kind of hear, hear more, like another bellow. Like another kind of like confused bellow from the other side of this gate now. Okay, so I'll run over and get my lantern. No, that's it. Fell on the other side. Oh, the on gate. the other side. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Shit. You uh, you lost your lantern privileges, buddy. So now, now even though you couldn't see through the the flesh, like at kind of where you know it joins on those those frames, you can you know a little light is kind of filtering through, so like you can. Like a tiny little bit, like slivers of light. You you can tell that it's still lit. I mean, do you really want to go get that lantern, or was there anything worth getting? I, I would I can... love to have my lantern back, and apparently I'm going to have to speak with Gozer about what yelling loudly means. You're not I... supposed to pull me down until I started yelling loudly. I mean, I can try to pick this this lock now that you're I've not got gonna... some light shed on the situation. You're not going to pick it. There's great big bars on the other side. And I couldn't lift it with my crowbar at all or anything. Now that I can see what I'm doing, I I don't think you're gonna. No, be like able I like I said. So the where the where they two meet, they they close completely flush. Like you 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 wouldn't be able to drive that crowbar through, especially now that Shaft knows like those planks are like four inches thick. Like the doors themselves are like four inches thick. All right, tough luck, buddy. Looks like we need to turn around. Well, we got more than more than that as a problem. I imagine whatever's in there, whatever guy's in there is going to come and let the uh, let those dogs out, so... Who let the dogs out? I don't know yet. I haven't met him. So, yeah, you can you continue to hear, you kind of hear the voice, like, it it does sound like it bellows again, like, like oh, quiet down, you! As he's kind of, and the, the voice, like, it sounds closer, right, as he's kind of moving in uh, and kind of inspecting you imagine, like, as he's waking, making his way into this this big room that you've you've kind of spied into now. So here's the way I see it. He's gonna see the lantern, 
He's going to let the dogs out. He's going to open the door. And no matter where the hell we are, these things are going to come get us. So what do you think we should do, Chef? Well, I'm just telling you how bad it's going to be. <laughs> how many dogs? <laughs> yeah, how many, how many dogs? dogs did you see? Uh, how many dogs approximately did I see? You saw eight individual kennels. But uh, with a hundred dogs each, <laughs> yeah, hundred dollars in each kennel. No, but you made out at least four. It was kind of abrupt as you're up there, right? A little bit. Obviously, much quicker than the way it, it kind of sounds as we're kind of RPing it, right? Uh, but you you saw for sure like two like sleeping and two that were awake that kind of were the first ones to react to your lanterns. Yeah, it's like four or more. Do you think we so, could get a head start, get on the horses, and get out of here? Ah, uh, you're not going to outrun the dogs more than likely, on this terrain especially. Uh, I think our best bet is to... Uh... Gozer yells, hey, you inside! Okay. Oh, I got I got a better Rin idea. Rin puts her what? hand over her face like, what is happening? <laughs> okay. Uh, so Gozer yells. Why? <laughs> huh? Who said we that? We want what? our lantern back! as this figure kind of gets closer to the gate, you hear like kind of like these pounding footsteps. Oh no. Of course. It's not a small person inside Like there. heavy footfalls. It's like, huh? Who's over there? As he, you kind of hear him as you hear the lantern like kind of lift up off of the ground. Gozer! As Gozer yells her name, you hear the sound like this clatter like further back into the cave of your lantern kind of clattering on the ground again as he seemingly like has maybe tossed it behind him kind of discarding it not he doesn't care about it and you hear the creak uh, of one of the bars start to lift off the gate okay is there a, a can I go around and above this cave entrance like climb around and be on top you want to be up uh, like above Okay, above I get what you're saying. the cave entrance, I get what yes. you're saying. Uh, yeah, you can, you can absolutely try to do that. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to clamber up. I would also oh. like to not be just waiting here, dumbfounded, as this door swings open. Okay, so let's say uh, you have a very brief window. So in between, so Gozer's yelled, right? This, this thing, has, this person has come across, interacted with her. Gozer has yelled her name again in that time. You guys, what were the rest of you like to be doing? So, Shaft, you wanna you wanna try to get some type of advantage on the outside of this cave? Yep, I'm trying to go up the top. Okay. And the rest Sorry, of you? Sorry, guys. I'm gonna say, um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting out of here. I want to at least be out of, out of sight when this guy opens the door. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take off following Shaft. You're following Shaft, okay? And Bryn? I am going to try to jump up on the top of this fence. You're going to try to scale the, the gate? Yeah. Okay. The gate. Nice to see you, Perch myself up there. Okay, so so Gozer, you've screamed your name now, and then you've seen your kind of two of your companions run out the entrance, and Bryn is now, like, trying to sprint at the at this. I'm so she's going to do, like, gate, a high jump. The, yeah. yeah, my ring of jumping, I need to sprint at it. Yeah. Right. So Gozer, uh, okay, let's let's resolve. So Shaft, uh, you are able to, you know, you could the sunlight coming into the entrance, you can find your way out of this cave at least. And Falls are in shortly behind, so you guys have made it to the mouth of the cave. And Shaft, why don't you make me an acrobatics to try to try to 
scale at some some vantage point on the outside of this entrance. Twenty-one. Okay, so yeah, you're kind of able to to scramble up again. You're you're very nimble and quick. Yeah, yeah especially in this train, right? Like, yeah. surely you've scrambled to get height advantage over the opening of a cave before in your youth. <laughs> It's an everyday thing. Yeah. And Falzerin, so you've followed and you've seen Shaft kind of scramble up. What what exactly are you doing to, are you going to, what so do you want to I'm, do? I'm sort of like on the side of a mountain, basically on this little path that leads into this cave. And then it goes past it to where our horses are and the path ends. So the only yes. option is go to the left or the right on this narrow path or go up, correct? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I'm going to go up with Shaft. Um... Oh, so okay. I'm an acrobatics check as well. Yes, you're gonna have to do an acrobatics check. Nineteen. Nice. You scramble and you you you're kind of get a foothold and you get up five feet oh, and no. your foothold breaks and you crash, slamming back down, right into the uh, the at the entrance of this cave. Okay. And no falling damage though. You didn't quite get high enough, but you are prone now. Uh, Brin. <laughs> Bryn, uh, you yeah. want to do a high jump? Yeah, and I was reading about jumping right now, but I'm still not able to make sense of what it says. Okay. Uh, my ring of jumping says three plus strength, so I don't... It triples the, the, the what you should be able to do, right? So if you move at least ten feet before doing a high jump, which is yep. what this is... Um, yeah, that's what I'm you, reading. Right. You can jump into the air a number of feet equal to three plus your strength modifier moving at least 10 feet modifier so your strength modifier is zero right so you can yeah. you can jump the ring triples that so you can jump like nine. vertically like nine feet in the air why don't you roll me an acrobatics check eight that is not quite enough you kind of jump up uh, and you slam just like inches below the edge catching the edge and now he's you can hear the second bar is being lifted from the other side of this gate. You guys have a very brief window. Gozer and Bren to do one last thing before this guy kicks this gate open. I'm, I'm a, I am going to pull my axe out, but I'm going to have it down at my side. Because I'm not currently wanting to fight this guy. I just want to get the lantern back. <laughs> That's what Gozer's thinking. I want the lantern back. Which way okay. does the uh, which way does the gate swing? Does it swing in towards him or out towards us? You can tell that it'll swing out towards you. I am going to scurry across so that when he opens the gate, I'm hidden behind the gate. Okay, great. As the gate opens, roll me a hide check. I rolled a fourteen, but what does like I don't see hide on here somewhere. So oh yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, so that's basically a stealth check, but you're you're. Taking so the fourteen height action, plus so. seven is twenty-one. Okay, great. So you are you are uh, completely covered by the one half of this gate as it opens and goes there in front of you, and falls in from your nice resting. Plop. Yeah, your plop on the <laughs> ground there. You see this ogre, this like twelve-foot ogre, kind of push open this gate with this like kind of snarly look on his face. Who? Who is Gozer? Me. What the hell are you doing here? Got lost. Well, that's bad. This is a bad place to get lost. Uh, Lantern, can I get it back? 
Lantern is mine now. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> After all that. And he kind of eyes your uh, eyes the great axe kind of next to your side. Can I can I hear? Uh... You can hear them talking here. Yeah, you can hear. Them I'm gonna talking. go. But you said he was good. You were gonna kick his ass. Turn <laughs> 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 about fair play. You and Shaft are just throwing each other under the bus all the time. <laughs> just don't even care. You think you're gonna use that? As he motions to your great axe. I have. He's kind of uh, got this great club of his own in his hand. Kind of does that, you know, he pats it, pats one hand with the end of his great club. You think you can do better than me? Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're better. <laughs> I'm best of all. No, Gozer is. <laughs> all right, we're going <laughs> to roll initiative. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were wrapping this up, Gozer was willing to walk away. Gozer didn't care that much about it. Falls are into six. Oh, I'm a seven. Shaft's a 13. Gozer? 16. Okay, well, first up is Gozer. To brave and frenzy. Oh, wow, okay. I am frenzy raging, which means I get two attacks. She's going to run up. She's going to shout, to brave. Grab her, her great axe, run up to him, and jump up in the air and bring her axe down on him. Okay. Okay, so I rolled a 24 and a 22. They both hit. Okay. You would hope. That is 8 points of damage and 14 points of damage. Dang. 22. Are you going to move? Um, Hanch. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I gotta take, I gotta take the damage. So you all don't get the damage. I'm gonna be right up there in his face. Shaft, you've heard, you've heard Gozer's war cry before. Even though you can't see what's happening, you got a good idea what the hell's going on. I'm gonna yell, "Come out here so I can see you kick his ass!" And then I'm gonna start working my way back over to where I can. Well, I wouldn't have jump. been able to move away from him anyway, because then he would have gotten an opportunity attack. I don't see any of that. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what I told you. And I pull my weapons, ready my action. If I see him come out where I can see him, I'm going to attack. All right. Now this ogre goes. Raises his great club against Gozer. Hits you with a, with a 22 to hit. Oh, yeah, that is. That is hard. <laughs> oh, that was the worst damage roll. Smashes you for seven bludgeoning damage. Seven, half of that, so that's four. Yeah, and Bryn. So, Bryn, you are totally hidden. This ogre does not yeah. know, does not even that, know you're there. That is the hope. So I'm reading my notes here. It says that when a creature's surprised, I get a critical hit. Right, this creature's how do not I know surprised. If, I was going to say, how do a I creature, know if I surprise A creature somebody? is surprised if uh, you, like if I give you a surprise round. So basically, oh. if you, if you're, if you, can like set up like an ambush and you get to attack a creature that doesn't even know like anything is around them or anything like that so this ogre isn't surprised but it doesn't know where you are but i definitely have advantage so yes you do have advantage because it can't see you doesn't know you're there okay so 24 to hit yeah i'm shooting him with my longbow 
Oh, okay. Hold on, that's different. Um, different. You you to come out like okay. One, you're behind the gate, right? So well, you can't am I close see him enough to hit him? The other. Am I close enough to hit him with my rapier? Yes, but you had to move like out from this gate, right? So you could come out and move out beside him, and then like melee him. Like you would be moving. For you to move to where you could see him, it would be you'd be engaging him in melee combat. So yeah, you could you come up with your rapier though. So you you could okay. be using your okay rapier. yeah. So I'll like sneak out and in like one motion I'm pushing my way out of the gate and just jabbing forward with my rapier, and I get him for eleven plus three fourteen damage. Uh, okay, Falzerin on your ass. So when you're prone, you just spend half your movement and you can stand up. Okay. And um, the mouth of this cave is how far from the ogre? 60 feet. 60 feet. Ray of Frost it is. <laughs> All right. Ray, Ray of Frost. You could still move half your movement. And at this point, like, the, the, the dog things are, like, howling. They're going crazy. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. Cancel that. I'm going to go with Chromatic Orb again. It's got a 90-foot range. Okay. And damage type? Ogre. Um... Ogre damage. <laughs> he, could, he probably doesn't like acid. Um, although, unfortunately, um, I rolled an eleven to hit. Eleven hits. So yeah, this ogre—he's got like—he's wearing less clothes than Gozer. He's just got kind of this loincloth, kind of you know wearing maybe like this this kind of necklace with bones kind of strung around it. I have a question. Do certain, like, when he gets to choose his damage type, do certain damages do more against certain races or things like that, or, like... Yeah, so certain monsters uh, will either be... They could be completely immune to that damage type. They could be resistant to it, which means they take half damage. Immunity, they would take no damage, right? Resistant, they would take half damage. And they could have... They could be vulnerable to that type of damage where they would take twice the damage. Is that something that, like, the DM sets up ahead of time? Or is that, like, a uniform thing that we could memorize and, like, he could know? That is part of a monster stat block. Uh, You could possibly do a roll to figure it out during combat. And if you, you know, you encounter kind of similar beings over a certain amount of time, you're going to gain some certain amount of knowledge on that thing, too. Yeah, I was just curious because he can choose between, like, all these types. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can. Am I a lot? Can I? Can I roll to see if I am able to know what he might be susceptible to, or resistant? You can roll a nature check. Nine. You do not know any of his immunities, vulnerabilities, or resistances. So you're so you're going with acid. Yeah, sure. Okay. Fourteen damage. Nice. And you, as you kind of, I imagine it's like you kind of this bubble. This orb, right, just kind of cracks over his head and then, like, his acid spills out on him. And he's kind of, like, his skin is sizzling and he's kind of swaying on his feet as goes there. You're back to the top of the order. Oh, goodness. Running in with my axe and I'm going to get a 22 and a 16. Both are going to hit. And that is 13 damage. That, uh, that first one does it as you're... I assume your great axe is your first one. Cuts just kind of cleaves into his shoulder. I'm still gonna try and go for taking the head off. Sure, go Oof. for it. Uh, it's only a, a six more points of damage. Okay, you you get your hand axe, you know, kind of halfway into this. It's got he's a large thing. He's got a big, thick, fatty <laughs> neck. So, and it kind of 
gets stuck a little as you tug it back out, but he just arms limp. Great club drops the floor and his body just thuds to the ground. And behind you in this cavern, these these dog things are just going crazy as they smell you. They smell the blood. They're just howling and barking and yipping. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us, contact at encouragementparty.com or reach out on social media. The Encouragement Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncouragableParr on Twitter, using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout-out during our behind-the-screen after-party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring! A familiar figure steps through an already open gate. The colors of his vest now as washed out as his pale gray skin. He peers into a dark barn, Surveying the carnage of littered orc bodies and twisted, smashed insect parts. A warped, horseless wagon softly creaks under the strain of being twisted, barely holding together, with one wheel sunk into an open sewer hatch. The figure moves towards it, stopping abruptly as a small creature appears, its eight spider legs chittering across the reinforced wooden roof of the wagon. It leaps at the figure, a mouth full of sharp teeth snapping at the air its reach only limited by the long, eel-like neck on which it is connected. The figure raises his arms in defense, the arachnoid creature hitting him in the chest as its teeth sink into his shoulder. More movement from the back of the wagon, as five humans stumble out, their eyes glazed over, and their foreheads newly anointed with a strange runic tattoo. The figure pushes the creature to the ground, the bite wound seeming insignificant. He raises his arms into the air and brings them smashing down onto the creature, Two hacked-off stumps where hands should be, obliterating it, adding another coat of viscera to the barn's already painted battle scene. The human's approach immediately stops. Their glazed looks turn to ones of confusion, then coherence. What happened? Are we finally safe? Are you here to help us? One of the humans asks. No, no, no. You're not the ones I'm looking for, responds the familiar figure. Saying nothing more, he turns from the barn, continuing his hunt southward.